Welcome to Zichud Dafsi Man Member by Ram Golder and the Mosekas Kedushin Dafnun, the second pair Ki Ish The Zichud Mosekas Kedushin program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Hachazakas Torah. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara relates that a man sold his possessions with the intention of moving to Eretz Yisrael, but did not mention this at the time of sale. He was ultimately prevented from going and wanted to retract the sales. Rabbi said, His thoughts are intentions in his heart. And unexpressed intentions in the heart are not considered binding intentions. The Gemara seeks a source for this principle. Although a person can be forced to agree to bring a carbon he vowed to bring, this is not proof that his unstated wish not to bring it is not recognized. Rather, we're certain that, in truth, the person wants to obtain the atonement afforded from his carbon, and his final agreement reflects his true state of mind. Similarly, when one is forced to divorce his wife, when he is required to, the get is valid, even if he intentionally refused to divorce her. This, too, does not prove that his opposition to divorcing is immaterial, because we're certain that he truly wishes to do what the rabbis instruct him to do. Ultimately, a proof is brought from a Mishnah discussing someone who sent a shaliach to fetch coins and spend them for him, and the money turned out to be hectish. Although the owner says he intended for different money to be used, the owner is liable for meal because his unexpressed intentions are immaterial. Point number two, the third mission on the Dov teaches that if someone is Mekanish for less than a pruta, and afterwards sent bridal gifts to the woman, she's still not married. Shemakhmus Kedushan and Rishon and Shalach because he sent them based on the original ineffective marriage and did not intend them as new Kedushan money. When someone sends bridal gifts before having attempted Kedushan, Rapuna says, Choshishinlisivonos, we are concerned that the bridal gifts were intended as Kedushan. This is different from the Mishnah, where Kedushan was previously attempted, albeit unsuccessfully, and we assume that he erroneously relied on his first Kedushan. Papa said that where people customarily are Makadish before sending gifts, we're concerned that gifts sent before Kedushan are actually intended as Kedushan. And the Gemara adds that this is so even if a minority of people do the reverse. If they usually send gifts before Kedushan, we're not concerned that gifts were sent for Kedushan. And pointing with you, the next Mishnah states, HaMakadish Ishu Ubita, one is Makadish a woman and her daughter simultaneously, or Isha of Achosa Ka'achas, or a woman and her sister simultaneously. Enum Mukudashos, neither woman is married. Rami Racham initially explains this based on a Pasuk, Isha El Achosa Do not take a woman in addition to her sister, making them rival wives, which teaches that if he attempts to marry both at once, no condition takes place at all. Rabbi rejects this drusha because the Torah teaches that relations with a second sister are punishable by karas, which would not be the case if a condition was ineffective with either. Rather, the Pasuk discusses marrying one sister after the other, so the first marriage took effect, and our Mishnah's ruling is based on Rabbi's principle, kol whatever cannot take effect one after the other, even when done simultaneously, it cannot take effect. Since marrying one woman makes subsequent Kedushan with a sister ineffective, so marrying both simultaneously does not affect any Kedushan. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara relates that a man sold his possessions with the intention of moving to Eretz Yisrael, but did not mention this at the time of sale. He was ultimately prevented from going and wanted to retract the sales. Rabbi said, His thoughts are intentions in his heart. And unexpressed intentions in the heart are not considered binding intentions. The Gemara seeks a source for this principle. Although a person can be forced to agree to bring a carbon he vowed to bring, this does not prove that his unstated wish not to bring it is not recognized. Rather, we're certain that, in truth, the person wants to obtain the atonement afforded from his carbon, and his final agreement reflects his true state of mind. Similarly, when one is forced to divorce his wife, when he is required to, the get is valid even if he intentionally refused to divorce her. This, too, does not prove that his opposition to divorcing is immaterial, because we're certain that he truly wishes to do what the rabbis instruct him to do. 
Ultimately, a proof is brought from a mission discussing someone who sent the shuliach to fetch coins and spend them for him, and the money turned out to be hectish. Although the owner says he intended for different money to be used, the owner is liable for meal because his unexpressed intentions are immaterial. Point number two, the third mission on the Dov teaches that if someone is Makanish for less than a pruta, and afterwards sent bridal gifts to the woman, she's still not married. Shemakam is Kedushin on Rishon and Shalach because he sent them based on the original ineffective marriage and did not intend them as new Kedushin money. When someone sends bridal gifts before having attempted Kedushin, Rapuna says, Choshishinlisivonos, we are concerned that the bridal gifts were intended as Kedushin. This is different from the Mishnah, where Kedushin was previously attempted, albeit unsuccessfully, and we assume that he erroneously relied on his first Kedushin. Papa said that where people customarily are Makadish before sending gifts, we're concerned that gifts sent before Kedushin are actually intended as Kedushin. And the Gemara adds that this is so even if a minority of people do the reverse. If they usually send gifts before Kedushin, we're not concerned that gifts were sent for Kedushin. And point number three, the next mission states, HaMakadish Ishu Ubita, one is Makadish a woman and her daughter simultaneously, or Isha of Ahosa Ka'achas, or a woman and her sister simultaneously. Eina Mukudashos, neither woman is married. Rami Barakam initially explains this based on a Pasuk, Isha El Ahosa Do not take a woman in addition to her sister, making them rival wives, which teaches that if he attempts to marry both at once, no condition takes place at all. Rava rejects this drusha because the Torah teaches that relations with a second sister are punishable by Karas, which would not be the case if a condition was ineffective with either. Rather, the Pasuk discusses marrying one sister after the other. So the first marriage took effect, and our mission's ruling is based on Rabbi's principle, whatever cannot take effect one after the other, even when done simultaneously, it cannot take effect. Since marrying one woman makes subsequent Kedushin with a sister ineffective, so marrying both simultaneously does not affect any Kedushin. All right, so now we go to Simon Daf Nun, and her standard Simon is a non-stop flight, a non-stop flight. So here goes. The man who wanted to retract the sale of his possessions because his non-stop Aliyah flight to Israel was canceled, was told by the buyer that he had already given them away as bridal gifts before attempting Kedushin with two sisters at the same time. Once again, it's emotion. The man who wanted to retract the sale of his possessions because his non-stop Aliyah flight, non-stop flight? That must be more Daf Nun. The man who wanted to retract the sale of his possessions because his non-stop Aliyah flight to Israel was canceled, which reminds us, the Gemara relates that a man sold his possessions with the intention of moving to Eretz Israel, but did not mention this at the time of sale. He was ultimately prevented from going and wanted to retract the sales. Rabbi said, His thoughts are intentions in his heart. And unexpressed intentions in the heart are not considered binding intentions. The Gemara seeks a source for this principle. So the man who wanted to retract the sale of his possessions because his non-stop Aliyah flight to Israel was cancelled, was told by the buyer that he had already given them away as bridal gifts, which reminds us the third mission the Dove teaches that if someone was Makadish for less than a pruta and afterwards sent bridal gifts to the woman, she's still not married, Shemachmas Kedushin Harishon Mishalach, because he sent them based on the original ineffective marriage and did not intend them as new Kedushin money. When someone sends bridal gifts before having attempted Kedushin, Rabhuna says, Hoshishin Lisibonos, we are concerned that the bridal gifts were intended as Kedushin. So, the man who wanted to retract the sale of his possessions because his non-stop Aliyah flight to Israel was cancelled, was told by the buyer that he had already given them away as bridal gifts before attempting Kedushin with two sisters 
at the same time, which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, Mekadosh Ish Ubita, one is Mekadosh a woman and her daughter simultaneously, or Isha Valchosa Ka'achas, or a woman and her sister simultaneously, in a Mekudashos, neither woman is married. This is based on Rabbah's principle, Koshe Eno whatever cannot take effect one after the other. Afil Babas Achas Eno, even when done simultaneously, it cannot take effect. Since marrying one woman makes subsequent Kedushin with the sister ineffective, so marrying both simultaneously does not affect any Kedushin. So once again, the man who wanted to retract the sale of his possessions because his non-stop Aliyah fight to Israel was cancelled, was told by the bar that he had already given them away as bridal gifts before attempting Kedushin with two sisters at the same time. Alright, so now it's time for Forblabach Hazar. Daf Memvav. So the Simmer Daf Memvav is a cow that goes moo. So here goes. The sad cowboy schlepping a cow. Cow? That must be more Daf Memvav. The sad cowboy shopping a cow who got rejected by the katana after she had accepted the kedushin without her father's knowledge, which reminds us it was stated in the Gemara that in a case where katana accepted kedushin without her father's knowledge, Rav said that either she or her father can prevent the kedushin by objecting to it. Ravasi said that only the father can object. Ravasi challenged Mabrisa about a mafata seducer, which derives that the girl can also object to marrying him. So the sad cowboy schlepping a cow who got rejected by the katana after she had accepted the kedushin without her father's knowledge and then failed to successfully makadish woman with dates because she ate them as she received them, which reminds us the next mention states that one who says he's gajli but tomorrow become married to me with this date, then says become married to me with the second one, they're separate acts of a kedushin and one of the dates must have a purchase value to affect kedushin. But if he said become married to me bazoo 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 with this one and this one and this one, it's a single act and they can combine to approaches value. The mission concludes that if she ate the dates as she received them, they do not combine to approaches value. So the sad cowboy schlepping a cow who got rejected by the katana after she had accepted the kedushin without her father's knowledge and then failed to successfully makadish woman with dates because she ate them as she received them, ended up giving kedushin money to a sister which she could keep because he was really just giving her a gift. Which reminds us, regarding one is Makadish's sister, which is not effective, Rav says, Maus Chosrim, the money must be returned to him. Shmuel says, Maus Matana, the money is a gift. Rav explains that every man knows that Kedushin is not effective with the sister, and therefore he must have decided to give her to her as a deposit to be returned. He didn't tell her as much because he thought she would not agree to accept the deposit. Shmuel explains that since he knew Kedushin is ineffective, he intended it as a gift, and he didn't tell her so because he thought she would be embarrassed to accept a gift. Daf Mem Zayn. So the Simmer Daf Mem Zayn is a maze. So here goes. The young woman who ran into the diamond-studded maze. Maze? That must be more Daf Mem Zayn. The young woman who ran into the diamond-studded maze when she was embarrassed to ask for the missing dinar from the man who was Makadosh for the mana and only had 99 dinar, which reminds us, Rav Huna explained to Brisa is discussing one who says, be married to me with a mana, 100 dinar, and the coins were found to be missing one dinar. The Tanakam holds it's embarrassing for the woman to demand the final dinar from him, and she's not confident she'll receive it, so her agreement to Kedushin is deficient. The other Tana maintains she's not embarrassed to demand it. Regarding a sale, however, all agree that the seller is comfortable demanding his full payment. So, the young woman who ran into the diamond-studded maze when she was embarrassed to ask for the missing dinar from the man who was makadish with Amana and only had 99 dinarim, passed a desperate borrower looking for his loan money he lost there before any of it had been spent. Which reminds the more brings the of an unspent loan belongs to the lender or borrower. Ruff taught that loan money belongs to the borrower, that is only after he begins to spend it. Before any of it was spent, however, the lender retains ownership of the money such that he can track the loan and demand it back. Similarly, if the money is lost or stolen, the lender would suffer the loss. Rubber disputed this last point and said that even if the money belongs to the lender, the borrower is still responsible for any loss, just as someone who borrows an item 
item to use in return is responsible for all mishaps. So the young woman who ran into the diamond-studded maze when she was embarrassed to ask for the missing dinar from the man who was Makadashir with a mana and only had 99 dinarim, passed a desperate borrow looking for his loan money he lost there before any of it had been spent, and was approached by the man's lender who wanted to be Makadashir. With the Shtar Chov, which reminds us, it was taught in Bryce that one who is Makadish with the Shtar Chov, a document of debt, Rebbe says it's effective, and the Chomim say it's not. The Gemara initially suggests it's the Shtar of her debt, and they argue about Kedushin made through forgiving her loan. The Gemara then says that the Shtar is for someone else's debt, and he's marrying her by enabling her to collect that debt. Four explanations are given for the Machokas. Daf Memches. So the similar Daf Memches is a Brainiac. So here goes. Now Brainiac, Brainiac, that must be learned Daf Memches. That brainiac craftsman who initially didn't know how to react when a woman came into a shop with gold and told him to make her a ring and she'll become the Kudeshis to him, which reminds us that Bryce discusses a woman who handed gold to a craftsman and said, Make for me bracelets, earrings, or rings with this, and in return I'll become married to you. Rabbi Mir says, Rabbi Mir says she is married as soon as he makes them and gives them to her. But the Chambi as the Gemara explains, that she is only married if he gives her other money, but this jewelry would not affect Kedushin. So the brainiac craftsman, who initially did not know how to react when a woman came into a shop with gold and told him to make her a ring and should become Mikudeshus to him, quickly computed that he should add a gemstone of his own to the ring to make the Kedushin vow. Which reminds us, the final interpretation of the Malchokas is a case where the jeweler added a gemstone of his own to the jewelry he was fashioning. This is likened to another Malchokas when one gives both a loan and a pruta for Kedushin. Is the woman's mind on the loan, not the pruta, so the Kedushin is invalid, or is her mind on the pruta, so the Kedushin is valid? So the brainiac craftsman who initially did not know how to react when a woman came into a shop with gold and told him to make her a ring and she'll become Mikudesh's to him, quickly computed that he should add a gemstone of his own to the ring to make the Kedushin valid, recalling how his last Kedushin flopped horribly when he was Mikudesh a woman with wine and it turned out to be honey. Which reminds us, the next mission says, the one who says, be married to me with this cup of wine and it was later found it to be honey, not wine, or the reverse. Or he offered her a gold dinner and it was discovered to be silver or the reverse or he married her on condition. He's wealthy and he turned out to be poor or the reverse. The condition is invalid. Rabbi Shimon says, if he misled her to her benefit, she is married. So once again, the brainiac craftsman who initially did not know how to react when a woman came into a shop with gold and told him to make her a ring and should become Mikudesh's to him, quickly computed that he should add a gemstone of his own to the ring to make the Kedushin valid, recalling how his last Kedushin flopped horribly when he was Mikudesh a woman with wine, and it turned out to be honey. Daf Memtes, so the Simmer Daf Memtes relates to meat, and we use a butcher. So here goes. When the butcher butcher, that must be on Daf Memtes, meat. When the butcher realized that downplaying his yuchos didn't work, when he was Makadish a woman on condition he was a levy, when in fact he was a Kohen, which reminds us, Ula said that the Malchokas of the mission regarding a woman who received something of greater value than what she agreed to accept for Kedushin only pertains to a monetary advantage, of Abashevach Yuchsin, but where the mistake concerns an advantage in lineage, as everyone agrees she's not married because she may say, a shoe which is too big for my foot, I don't need, meaning she may not want a husband of greater stature. An example of this would be a man who marries a woman on condition that is a levy, and he's really a Kohen. So when the butcher realized that downplaying his yichus didn't work, when he was Makadish a woman on condition he was a levy, when in fact he was a Kohen, he decided to be Makadish on condition he was a tzaddik chacham gibor nasher, which reminds us, a bright list numerous terms that a man may say about himself in a condition to condition and defines him, such as saying to a woman that he's marrying her on condition, that he's a chacham gibor asher, or tzaddik. So, when the butcher realized that downplaying his yichus didn't work when he was Makadish a woman on condition he was a levy, when in fact he was a Kohen, he decided he was on condition he was at Tzadik Chacham Gibor and Asher, and showed her plans to move his butcher shop to the land where nine portions of wisdom descended in the city 
where nine portions of beauty fell, which reminds us. The Gemara lists 14 traits and notes that nine-tenths of each trait descended to a particular group or land. It begins, Asar Kabin Chachma Yardul Olam, ten measures of wisdom descended to the world. Eretz Yisrael took nine of them, and the rest of the world took the remaining one. Ten measures of beauty descended to the world. Yerushalayim took nine of them, and the rest of the world took the remaining one. So once again, when the butcher realized that downplaying his yuchus didn't work when he was Makadish a woman on condition, he was a levy. When in fact he was a Kohen, he decided to be Makadish on condition he was a Tzadik Chochen Gibor and Asher, and showed her plans to move his butcher shop to the land where nine portions of wisdom descended in the city where nine portions of beauty fell. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of ten questions. Number one. Which stuff to discuss what the din is if a man is Makadish a woman on condition? That he's a Chochem or a Tzadik or a Gibor or an Asher? That's on Dav? Memtas. Good. Number two. Which of them that when one is Makadish two sisters simultaneously, neither condition is effective since that's on Dav? None. Good. Number three. Which stuff is the case where a woman hands a jeweler some gold and tells him to make her a ring and she'll become Makudesh's to him? That's on Dav? Memchas. Good number four. Which of the when the man cannot retract the sale of his possessions when he's prevented from going to Eretz Yisrael because Dvarim Shibalev and Dvarim, that's on Dav? None. Good number five. Which stuff would you discuss if an unspent loan belongs to the lender or borrower, that's on Dav? Memzain. Good number six. Which of the when the man is Makadish woman on condition that he's a Levi, and in fact he's a Kohen, the condition is invalid because Shevach Yuchsin in Makudeshes, that's on Dav? Mamtas. Good number seven. Which step do you discuss if a woman is embarrassed to demand the final dinner of a mana that was given as Kedushin? That's on Dav. Mamzain. Good number eight. Which step do you discuss what the din is if a man is Makadish a woman with wine and it turned out to be honey? That's on Dav. Mamchas. Good number nine. Which step do you discuss when we're concerned about Sivlonos, that someone sent bridal gifts as a form of Kedushin? That's on Dav. None. Good. And number 10. Which of the one the 10 coming of Chachma came to the world and Eretz Yisrael took nine of them? That's on Dav. Memtaz. Excellent. That comes today's year. This is everybody from Goldhoff from Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.